Welcome to Eczema Out Loud from the National Eczema Association. I'm Danny Morsehead. My guest today is Jeremy Paredes. Jeremy is a NIA ambassador who was diagnosed with eczema when he was a baby. Now in his first year at the Georgia Institute of Technology, Jeremy is here to share about his experience growing up with eczema and the mental toll it takes living with a visible skin condition every day. I'm Jeremy Predis. I am a first year at Georgia Tech, and I've had eczema since I was a baby. Um, Through childhood, I did not look like the other kids in terms of my skin. I knew that I didn't always fit in. And so sometimes kids would come up to me, they would ask me like if I had skin cancer or if I was contagious. And being so young in elementary and middle school, I didn't have barriers. I didn't have walls to protect myself. And so I really took those comments to heart. And so I think from a young age, I was just scared to show my skin to people because I didn't want people to see me differently. And so I started to cover my skin up with long sleeves, pants, scarves. My nickname in elementary school was actually Scarf Man because I used to wear a scarf every day to cover my eczema on my neck. Physically, it was itchy. It was dry. It hurt. It didn't look cool. It didn't look regular at all. But also just having to deal with everybody you know, making remarks about my skin really just hurt deep down. And I didn't start to build a barrier or a wall around myself until about high school, when I realized that I have eczema, and that's okay, I can't change the way I look, but I can change the way that I act and how people see me, because it's not just about what I look like, it's how I treat others, because I never fit in when I was younger. So I think I should be able to include other people from different backgrounds. Mm. Going into high school, I played soccer, I played basketball, I love to do videos, create videos, hang out with my friends. And I was always really active. And so I think I started in high school to develop a close group of friends that understood my eczema. And they would be there just to support me, you know, just tell me to stop scratching or go put some lotion on, or what can we do to help you. And that was really nice to know that I had friends that really did care about my eczema and cared about my health. Junior year of high school was the lowest of lowest for my eczema. My eczema started to bleed and have pus in it. It started to get infected and it was really itchy, cracked, dry to the point where it really hurt to walk. It hurt to play sports. It would always be super itchy and flare up during class and I wouldn't be able to go to school anymore. And this was a time where it just got worse and worse. And none of the medications that the dermatologist, the doctors would give me, it didn't work. I actually had many allergic reactions. On the physical side of things, I had to stop playing sports, stop going to school and just sit at home miserable with my skin. But on the emotional mental side of things, I wasn't able to do the things I love to do anymore. And so I think that really just ate at me. I just couldn't get myself to think positive. I couldn't get myself to think that there would be any solution that it would get any better because it just got worse and worse and worse. And so second semester of my junior year, I wasn't at school anymore. I wasn't playing soccer, basketball. I was just stuck at home with my mom and my mom was trying to do everything she could to just honestly just keep it from not getting worse. And so on February 13th, I was laying on the couch, basically motionless. My skin was very red. And my mom got very concerned and took me to the pediatrician. And my pediatrician tried to take my vitals, check my heartbeat. 
and none of those would read. So she called an ambulance, rushed me to the ER where the doctors tried to stabilize all of my vitals. And long story short, my eczema was so cracked and there were so many wounds in it that infection actually entered through my eczema and into my bloodstream. And I got extremely sick throughout my hospital stay. Um, we try to stabilize my vitals, stabilize my body, get me back to who I am today. And it wasn't just an overnight shift. It was a long process of finding the right medication, of finding the right doctors, of being able to slowly and steadily get my eczema under control to where I could go back to playing sports, going to school, hanging out with friends without being in so much pain. Wow. Thank you for going so in depth. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's like to apply lotions throughout the day in the company of other people, maybe their friends, strangers, classmates, coworkers? What's that like? Um, when I was younger, applying lotion in public was something I never wanted to do. I always try to hide it. I always try to go to the bathroom or do it under my desk, I think, because at that time, I'd never wanted to really show people that I have eczema and that it is a big deal like in my life, health, mentally and physically. And so I think I was embarrassed to really put lotion on in public. Now it's just a second thought. If I'm itchy or dry, I just automatically reach for my lotion, apply it, and then go back to whatever I was doing. But when I was younger, I never wanted to show it. And I just try to hide it as much as I could. But sometimes when you're itchy, you just can't hide the itch. You can't hide needing to reapply lotion or you can't hide scratching your eczema because it's just that irritating. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about times in which you've had to perhaps describe or explain your eczema to friends or to maybe just somebody who's eyeing you while you're scratching. Are you at the point now where you talk about it openly, freely? Did it take a while to get to that point, if so? I actually really do enjoy talking about my eczema because I feel like there's so many people in the world that have eczema and it's such a common um, skin condition, but people don't understand that eczema has different levels of severity. And I actually got asked at work this past week and no one's disrespectful about it. Everyone is just, oh, like, what do you, what is down your neck? Like, do you have a rash? Do you have something? Um, are you like reacting to something? And I just basically just explained, no, I have eczema, it's a skin condition. But I think I've gotten to a point where I feel comfortable opening up about my skin because I've been through people questioning it, people making remarks or comments that hurt me. But now I see it more as people just curious or people who don't fully understand what it means to have eczema. And I think it's my job and my duty to kind of show people that eczema is just something that people have. We can't really control it and we live with it every day, but it doesn't really define us as a person. I'm way more than just something that is physical on my skin. So well put. I want to clap, but it might be annoying in the microphone. So I'm not <laughs> we do snaps. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You mentioned developing barriers for keeping out the things people would say to you, the way they would look at you. Can you talk a little bit more about what those barriers are and how you developed them? Yes, definitely in elementary, middle school, I was really affected by comments about my skin. And I kind of, for a while, just try to block everything out and did, did not listen to a single thing people said about it. But as I went into high school, people weren't trying to be mean about it. They were just asking, oh, like you have a rash on your neck. What's that from? One thing I did was always think positive. 
um, whenever I'd wake up, I would have to think, you know what, it's a new day, um, new battle with eczema, but I'm not going to let it win. I'm not going to let it define who I am. Another thing is building a close group of friends, a support group is what my mom calls it, a support group of friends that really understand my eczema, who are there to help me so that when I'm at a soccer practice or when I'm at work, when I'm at school, if I do start to scratch, um, my friends will tell me to stop or they'll say, hey, put some lotion on or are you okay? Like anything I could do. And so I think having a few close friends around you that really understands what you go through, having people in your life like that really help you to start to think positive, know that you're not alone in this battle with eczema. Other people are there to help you out with it. Having eczema is just going to be a continuous battle, but you can win it. You can definitely win it if you just stay positive and you know that eczema is a part of your life, but it's not going to define who you are. You get to choose what you get to do with your life and eczema will be there, but eczema is not going to take over you. Beautiful. More snaps. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds like your eczema over time fluctuated. You went from being able to manage it daily to hospitalized. Did your mental health fluctuate with those ups and downs of your eczema? And if so, did they match up? Were they different coming out of the time in the hospital? Yes. I think that when eczema starts to flare up and it starts to go bad, it's very easy to fall into the trap of we're back at this again. Like it's never going to get better. I, I can't be myself because this eczema is just overtaking me. But I do think that as long as you try as best as you can to think positive and every day is a new day, a new start. I think that helped me a lot get through the tough times, like mentally junior year of high school, when my eczema was low flows and I honestly could not walk because my skin just hurt so bad. It was cracked so much mentally. I was definitely suicidal. I was depressed. I felt like I was in a never ending loop. If you fast forward four or five months from that, I was back to playing sports, back to seeing my friends, back to going to school. You can't give up no matter what, because there's more to life than just what your eczema is going to give you. But to answer the question, yes, my mental health does go up and down depending on my eczema. And you can't control eczema. You can't control when it's going to feel that way. But you can control your mindset of it may be itchy today, tomorrow, and every day after, which it has been for me. But I'm going to enjoy life too much to let it really bother me, to let it stop me from what I love doing. And I'm going to be responsible and take showers, put my moisturizer on, put lotions on, make sure I'm eating healthy so that I don't trigger my eczema. Stuff like that really is just little things I can do to just improve my day that much better. Beautiful. So what advice might you have for someone who is currently struggling with their mental health because of their eczema? That's a hard one. Um, I would say there was a point where I was coming back from the doctor's office. My mom was in the car. I was bawling, crying, coming from the doctor's office because they honestly did not know what to do. We tried hundreds of different medications. And I was at a point where it was like, if the doctors can't even do anything about it, what am I supposed to do with my life? If my life has just been stopped because of my eczema, like how am I supposed to go forward and think every new day is a day that, you know, you can be positive because my eczema seemed to win. And that day coming back from the doctor's office, I really wanted to kill myself. I went to my room, locked myself in my room and 
the one thing that saved me was one, my mom who was there and didn't let me do anything. And two, one of my friends actually came over that same day and checked on me, asked my mom, hey, please make sure he's okay. It's really hard, the mental side of things, because no one can see that. It's all it's a battle between you and yourself. There was a point where I didn't think there was any solution. But if you look at me now, I'm back to who I was two years ago before my whole hospital incident. You got to keep a positive attitude. You got to keep a positive mindset. You just have to go into every day with new hope, new joy, and just a positive attitude. Snapping. <laughs> <laughs> What is the best thing about having eczema? I love this question because people would always ask me, if you had a choice of would you have eczema or not, I would want to have my eczema. Like I wouldn't want to have it just magically removed. That may sound weird at first with everything that I've been through, but I think that eczema has taught me to, to show empathy to people who may not look the same, may not fit in. My eczema showed me that it's much more than the physical side of things and that people can be amazing people on the inside. You just have to go and talk to them and really get to know people first. It's kind of like the cliche, don't judge a book by its cover because you can look at someone and just have first impressions and judge them, or you can get to know them and really see um, that person for who they are. So Totally. Yes, I like that. That book might have eczema on the outside, but it's going to be a really good read. <laughs> I agree with that. That is, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Danny, you put that amazing. I mean, it makes somewhat a sense. I don't know if a book can have eczema, but... <laughs> <laughs> all, it's, all, it's all figured. There's a better way to put it, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I like that. All right, that's, that's all the questions I have for you if you'd like to add anything else. I just want to thank my family for all of their support and love. And obviously my closest friends, that support group I was talking about, they all know who they are, but they all understand what I go through. And they're always there to help me out when I need it. Um, my best friend, Cameron Gorst, he, a lot of my friends came to visit me in the hospital, but he came to bring lunch, dinner. He would talk to my mom, make sure I'm okay. Um, I want to thank the, the doctors that have taken care of me, Dr. Kelly, Dr. Cox, all the nurses. It was a combination of family, friends, the doctors and nurses I've had, Nurse Mary and just my faith in God and like faith of being positive every day and knowing that it's gonna get better at some point. I just wanna say thank you and I wouldn't be the person I am today without my eczema and without those people in my life. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing your, your experience, your tips, what you've learned. I loved hearing about your support group. It sounds like you developed an amazing uh, community of people around you. And if anybody who listens to this has eczema and, and wants to talk to someone who has been through a lot with eczema, I would be more than happy to talk to you. I would absolutely love to hear your story and share mine as well. Thank you so much, Danny. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Eczema Out Loud. You can visit the National Eczema Association at www.nationaleczema.org. If you have feedback on this episode or you'd like to send in a suggestion for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at We hope you'll join us next time.